welcome back to the Comfy Komodo podcast. This is our Comfy Conversations with Krista. Whole lot of C's. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to talk about uh, what makes us happy and some other random bullshit. So let's get into it. this episode we'll just kind of do like a free free chat like just a cool conversation we'll just you know Krista had the idea of talking about what makes us happy and do like a light-hearted happy therapy session (laughs) (laughs) and I love the idea of that because I was saying in the uh, in my solo episode on Monday I was saying like you know I always associate spring like early spring with it's just like it's just so happy and there's just so much to look forward to with like nice weather and everything so I I think it's like the perfect I think it's the perfect topic to do like right at the midst of like you know it's been like in the 60s all week which is very refreshing with after the freaking winter we had yeah seriously <laughs> such a shit show like well you know what winter was not bad at all but february it was like one storm after the other and it just kept building up and it was horrible it was horrible february felt like the longest month and it's the shortest month of the year mm-hmm. yeah it feels like you know obviously we're still in a pandemic and I feel like this um I feel like the whole pandemic was just February (laughs) I know (laughs) like February was worse than the year of a pandemic (laughs) can you believe it's been almost a year since we've been in quarantine for this pandemic yeah it's nuts yeah it's fucking nuts I uh I posted a video on the comfy komodo instagram and because i'm very open about my mental health you know i don't like that's not all i talk about but like i'm very open about it if i have a bad day i kind of share my story and you know i get a lot of people who will message me and be like oh my god like i felt the same way today too and blah 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 and then it's like nice to kind of like talk about it and then you know it makes you feel like you're not alone and it's amazing so yesterday i'm at work And I'm, you know, I'm cleaning, I'm doing my thing, I'm pretty much, like, done, because I get done, like, super early every day, because I'm a freaking workhorse, like, I don't take any breaks, I just work through everything, and then it's, like, at the end of it, I'm, like, freaking exhausted, I'm sweating, I'm, like, kind of anxious, and then, but then I'm able to just kind of chill out and relax. Yeah. So, yesterday, I get done. And then it was like all of a sudden I my stomach got this weird feeling and then I got really overheated and then I just like fucking started crying. Like I was just anxious out of nowhere. And it's that's you know, I guess that's usually how anxiety works, but it was like nothing really triggered me. Like and I was just like maybe I just ate something that kind of was like oh we don't like this anymore you know what I mean and then like that's why my stomach felt weird and then you know anytime I have a stomach problem I get really anxious because I have really bad stomach problems yeah and whatever so I don't know where it came from but I ended up leaving work like in just an hour early nothing crazy but so I posted the video on Instagram and I had like five people be like, I felt really off today too. And I was like, oh my God, like, I wonder if it is just change, but it was like, I have been doing so well, like with my mental health compared to, you know, December and January was literal hell for me. Yeah. And I've been doing so good. And then it was like, you know, throw good weather on top of that. It's like, wow, I must have died and came to heaven. (laughs) 
I know. But for some reason yesterday, like, I just got so fucking anxious. And a lot of people felt the same way because they messaged me and we were talking about it. And my one friend, Nikki, she was like, I wonder if it's kind of like a PTSD thing because right around this time last year was when we started quarantine. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I never even thought about that. Like, you know, not like PTSD, like serious PTSD, but like you know subconsciously being like oh god like this time last year was when everything started yeah um it's funny because i feel like seasonal depression is one of those things that doesn't feel real until you experience it right it's like oh seasonal depression isn't real but then when it starts to get warm and you literally feel like a completely brand new happy person mm-hmm. that's when you realize like wow I was really depressed the last few months yeah and it's like you almost just get so conditioned to thinking like man that's just who I am <laughs> you know yeah and, and uh, pandemic on top of all that you know? oh my god forget it yeah my therapist actually he was telling me because um I don't think I've ever really told the story but uh you know, like, I obviously, every, I feel like I'm very open about, like, doing outpatient and stuff. And my therapist, uh, you know, he was like, oh, do you want to talk to a psychologist? And I was like, kind of, like, just to, or a psychiatrist, sorry. Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, kind of, just to see, you know, what they think if I should be on medicine or whatnot. And, you know, I had the appointment. The dude didn't even let me get, like, a word in. Like, he barely let me fucking talk. He asked me why I started therapy. Didn't ask me how I'm doing now. So he kind of just threw medicine at me and didn't make me feel confident about it whatsoever. I told him medicine makes me very anxious. It's not something that I um, am comfortable taking. Like, I just... It's just... I'm I'm like that with freaking Tylenol, too. Like, I'm... It's weird. But... And he, like, didn't, like, and I told you this, and you were the one that was, like, if your psychiatrist doesn't make you feel confident about the medicine that he prescribed, then don't fucking take it. Like, it's, like, you should make me feel like, I promise you this is going to help, and if it doesn't, we'll figure something else out, but it's not going to make you worse. You know, like, didn't even say anything like that. He was just kind of, like, if medicine doesn't work, then I wouldn't have a job. Right. And I was like, uh, okay, fuck you. And then I was telling my actual therapist, I was like, I really just kind of want to see um, how I feel when April, May comes around because I really have a strong feeling that it has to do with winter and then, you know, quarantining because I, I am le- legit like quarantining. Like I, the, the, uh, covid fucking terrifies me like and and i know that i'm young and i'm healthy and i know that i'll be fine but it fucking terrifies me and i and it affects me like i don't it's very weird so it's like i have been going to work i you know i have been going out to eat like here and there but i wear my freaking mask like the whole time unless i'm eating i freaking sanitize like every 2 seconds and then i have like a little bit of anxiety when i get home because i'm like oh my god like what if i caught it like it fucking scares me and it sucks so it's like between that and it being winter where it's like you know like in the summer and the spring it's kind of like you can at least do gardening you could be outside in the nice weather and stay at home and you know have some stuff to do but, like, you can't when it's winter. It's, like, freaking horrible. And he was, my uh, therapist was telling me, he was, like, if you're, he was, like, if you were as bad as you were when you first started therapy, then I would push you to take the medicine. He was, like, but you, you're not. He's, like, you're doing really good. And if you don't feel comfortable and you don't think you need it, then don't take it. The thing about the psychiatrist, too, is, like, you shouldn't feel more anxious about taking anxiety medication. Exactly. That feels really counterintuitive to me. And, unfortunately, there are doctors who are so busy that they don't really have time to want to, like, get to know you or whatever. They just want to, like, know your symptoms, like, you know, know some of your history, like, your case history, and then 
prescribe you medication. Yeah, and that's and... what bothered me. It's like he didn't even see because, you know, I did it all through the same program that I do outpatient. And he didn't even seem like he had my file in front of him. Like, it's like he didn't even he wasn't even in contact with my actual therapist. He didn't like he was just like, oh, why did you start going to therapy? And I told him and then he was like, I'm going to prescribe you Prozac because of your depression. And I was like, oh, you're not even like talking to me, really. Ask me why I'm here. You didn't even ask me. How have you been doing since you started therapy? Have you noticed a difference? Like, it was literally just, why did you start therapy? Okay, I'm going to prescribe this. Yeah, and see, I feel like in that case, that's when you go find a new psychiatrist. Yeah, and then then I did, though. Yeah. Because uh, after I had, um, (laughs) after I fucking had my appointment with him, he prescribed me Prozac, and I said, I was like, I'm probably not going to take this. <laughs> like, like, I straight up said that, and uh, that's when he was like, if these things didn't work, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be doing my job. And I was just like, oh, all right, no. douchebag. So then I was just like, okay, thank you, bye. And then I, like, hung up. And then, um, you know, well, we scheduled, like, a follow-up for the next month and I said I was like well we can follow up in a month but I'm I'm probably not going to be taking it so we had a follow up in a month anyway and then uh but the day after the psychiatry appointment the company called me and not the company whatever it's called like the place called me and they were like oh like we're just letting you know that we are we do have like a change in psychiatrists like he's gonna no longer be with us by then like did he tell you that and I was like I I think he did but I don't really remember so you know my follow-up appointment was with a different psychiatrist yeah so then the different psychiatrist called me and he was the same way yeah you know what I noticed too um because I've had this experience I had a psychiatrist who was kind of like the same way with me and I I I really didn't like like her like as my psychiatrist and I actually like found her kind of annoying like she would ask me like oh how are you and I'd be like I'm fine I guess like I don't want to like you know what I mean like can I just have a refill of my prescription yeah but she was like I'm I'm, like I I still need medication like what the fuck do you mean (laughs) yeah and so the first time I met her she was a little crotchety to me too honestly old psychiatrist she's not my psychiatrist anymore she was like kind of nasty to me like she I kind of felt like she didn't want to have to like be there like taking doing my intake like that's Mm -hmm. how it felt and it wasn't until she got to know me and realized that like I'm not like fucking totally insane like I'm a pretty laid-back person that she started to treat me like much more night like she started to be a lot nicer to me and fuck? treated me with a lot more respect. Which is like, I what? Think, <laughs> I know. And I theorize that it's literally just like people who work in those environments get burnt out and they just don't want to fucking deal with people like that yeah. anymore. Which that's is like just then, my theory. Then why did you go to fucking school for that? Like that's a lot of fucking school. That's a lot yeah. of school to be able to do that. Like why would you well, do it's that? Like, like uh, a lot of like nurses are like that too though oh yeah and granted like they're taken through the fucking ringer like they work long shifts they don't get breaks like they deal with people who were rude and can like beat them up and nothing happens to them and like i do agree there are like there are definitely like issues within that but like i i know a lot of nurses who like are like they just don't like their job yeah I just had a woman come into the store last weekend and she was super sweet and she we were talking about something and it came up that she was a nurse but she got laid off because of like COVID or something and like where she was it like really had to downsize and stuff and she was telling me she was like nurses are the nastiest people you will ever meet and she was like and yeah and I'm like oh my god like that makes me so uncomfortable because it's like they're the ones who are supposed to be, like, making you feel 
safer and better and like you know especially when it comes to mental health and stuff it's like we already feel like pieces of shit we already feel like we're wasting everybody's time like we already feel guilty asking for help it's like we need (laughs) we need like people who actually care not people who are gonna be like nasty and judgmental or rushed or just they just don't want to be here yeah, uh, there's this thing. So I I follow like certain nurse like TikTokers and stuff. Like, just yeah. I don't know why, just because I do. And yeah, there's a big conversation about like toxicity within nursing, like how like older nurses sometimes can be very rude and crude and toxic to like especially younger nurses who are just starting out. And they there's yeah. a lot of toxic work environment in some of the places that they work. And I know that's not all nurses and like I'm not hating on nurses at all. Like yeah. I could not do that job. Yeah, some of them really genuinely do like love what they do. But then you have like is it is it really them as a as people or is it like the the environment in which they're they have to work in makes people that yeah. way? I mean, we're all human beings, right? Nobody wants to walk around on their feet for twelve hours, hardly able no. to go to the bathroom, no lunch break. Like they're not they're honestly not even really treated like humans. Like they're treated no. like robots and they're not. Yeah. So like you yeah, have to I question the totally system. I understand that. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And you know what's funny? Um, well, it's not funny, but I, uh, you know, somebody that I know, she's, uh, she works in a hospital and she's pregnant with twins. And she was telling me like, you know, she's eating for three, like literally pregnant with twins running around the hospital And, you know, she gets lethargic because she's, you know, she's got, like, freaking double her body weight, has to eat a lot more than she's used to. And she's she gets, like, lethargic. And she was saying, like, where they're, like, for her department, where their lunchroom is, is, like, three flights downstairs, like, in, like, the basement, pretty much. And it's, like, you know, when you're running around in this fast-paced environment, you're you know, hungry all of a sudden, you get a second to eat, you're pregnant with twins, it's like the last thing you want to do is run down freaking like three flights of stairs just to like scarf down food for like 15 minutes. So she was saying like, you know, I had a granola bar and I just kind of walked into the nurse's lunchroom. You know, nobody was in there and she was like, I just kind of sat down, caught my breath, ate my granola bar and I left. And the nurse ended up calling the head of my friend's department, like, the woman who is the head of the department, and bitched about it. Like, just being petty. Like, you know, that's not all nurses, but... I mean, like, I know, it. it's hard when you, when, you ha- when you hear those stories and you're like, ugh. You know, like, how come that's like that? But, like, you know... Realistically, yeah, some you of know them that's probably are just fucking assholes. Like some of them probably are just fucking assholes. Yeah, they're, they're just petty they're bitches. Like assholes as yeah, but then some of them probably really are just like fucking exhausted and not even realizing that like they're even coming off like that. Yeah, I know. It's I'm not a nurse. I do work in an environment that is similar to yeah, like do. the way a nurse the way a nurse works um like long shifts and not getting lunch breaks and like you know being like in kind of like a medical setting like I work in that kind of setting and so and I've been really burnt out and I do totally understand how it feels to get to that point and you you do get to a point where you just don't care you don't care about other people's feelings you don't care about because you it's like the human you know, psyche and the human body can only uh, endure so much. And I guess, like, when you think about it, like, a lot of nurses probably see a lot of, like, really hard, especially if you're, like, an ICU nurse or something. Oh, my God, like, yeah. you're seeing a like, lot of really fuck difficult you up stuff. mentally. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I don't want to, like, be a hater, right? But I do know that it actually is a, a big topic within nursing that people talk about a lot, that there is some toxicity within nursing and that, like, there are some nurses and these are coming from nurses like I watch videos like on YouTube about nurses who talk about this stuff and they say that like there are there is this thing where sometimes older nurses are really mean and rude to younger nurses just starting out and like you know 
kind of giving off the vibe like I'm superior to you and which and they are experienced nurses but like don't you want to like teach that person to be an experience to be a a good nurse like you so that you have help on your like didn't you get into this profession because you care about people and you want to help people right and so I, I do know that that is like um an issue within nursing but I do think that that has to do with how they're forced to work and yeah um I know like some hospital I don't know where it was maybe Massachusetts or something all the nurses went on strike because they were just tired of like being treated like shit and like yeah a lot of nurses like I know that there are instances where nurses get like literally beat up by patients and the patients suffer no consequences. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're they're literally not treated like people. And Mm -hmm. so you have to, so when you think about it like that, it's like, no wonder they're like mean and rude. Like, you know, like if you're getting beat up and like treated like a robot, like you're not even like a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like. Yeah, like. And me, for me personally, like, I I had a liver transplant when I was seven months old. Like, I was a baby. So I've literally been in and out of hospitals my entire life. Like, I have to always get my liver functions checked. I have to always make sure everything's good. Everything's working properly. So I've been in and out of hospitals and getting blood work and dealing with nurses and everything for literally my entire life. I have never once had a bad experience personally. Me neither. But that doesn't mean that, you know, it's not a real thing. But it's like, yeah, same. Like hearing other stories and shit, it's like, what? Like, oh my God. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like a lot of a lot of professions are like that where it's just like, oh, we expect like you to just yeah like with these ungodly hours barely any breaks um okay go home and get like two hours of sleep and then we need you right back here it's like it's just not it's just not practical no especially when there's you know some nurses are and you know doctors and everything like they're literally saving lives like they should be well rested (laughs) i know i think that all the time it's like don't you like want to make sure like nurses are being taken care of so that they can properly take care of lives like they get case they they get too many patients on their caseload so it's hard for them to keep up with it it's like they get like six or seven patients sometimes on a caseload for like one nurse like that's a lot of yeah, patients. Yeah, that's a lot. So you can only divvy out so much of yourself at that point. And it's so it really is like the system that like does this to people and like Yeah. It and and doctors can be rude. Doctors are are the worst sometimes in my opinion because they're so busy that they really just like want to get in and out and a lot of the time I find that if I have the choice between a doctor and a nurse practitioner, I almost always choose a nurse practitioner because oh, yeah, they always find down. that they're nicer. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's real, but like, that's just like my experience, I guess. In, in and my it's life. like, I'm sure it depends on like, you know, what hospital you work at. Like the hospitals around here, I feel like they aren't super like because we're not in like a high crime like city high populated area so I feel like you know the nurses around here and everything are really great like they're really they really are like they you know and they probably are still overworked and stuff but can you imagine like hospitals in like New York City or like you know cities where it's like constantly shit happening left and right and there's all these people and it's nuts like then yeah I would understand where it's like yep you're a little fucking stressed out like obviously (laughs) yeah and also I wonder because I'm sure that you know specifically just talking about nurses I'm sure they deal with some real asshole people and so I'm at what point are like when you meet a nurse for the first time and you feel like they're not being very nice to you I wonder how much of that is just their perception they're they're making like um a judgment off of you based off of like just what they can gather and that's what human beings do like we all do yeah that. I was gonna say I do the same thing at the store right and that's as soon as somebody off- walks in like if they just give off a vibe I'm like great like this is gonna be a horrible experience right and and but then they end up being really sweet and then it's like I feel like an asshole but it's like we're just so used to like 
okay, well, in the past, I've had all of these negative experiences, so might as well just brace myself for another one. Yeah, and, and I and I wonder if they're doing that because of these negative experiences, because you're going to remember negative experiences a lot more than you're going to remember positive ones. It's like if I gave you three compliments and then a, something negative, you would only remember that. Yeah. Right? Like, you would fixate on that. You'd be like, oh, you think there's something wrong with me. So, like, yeah. just human yeah, beings, probably. I think, in general, tend to remember the negative experiences more. And so I think it's sometimes tough. when you're already burnt out and you're tired and you're overworked and blah, 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 whatever else, and you're and on top of that, like, sometimes you're just dealing with, like, awful people, I think it's easy to just make a judgment, a prejudgment on somebody before you meet them. Yeah. I've actually oh, met yeah. some... I've had experiences with some nurses, just like I said before, where when they first meet me, they're very like guarded and kind of like crude to me. But then they realize that like, I'm not going to give them a hard time. And I'm kind of just like, whatever, and like chill. And then they're like, much nicer to me. But you have to wonder why they're like that. Yeah. And that's like customer service people too. Like not even just nurses. Like, you know, like dealing with customer service. Like I've worked in customer service. It was horrible, 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 horrible. Like such high pressure. Like you have to get in and out of the, get on and off the phone within five minutes when it's like you, but you can't just hang up on somebody. Like they need to hang up. Like it was really like a high stress job. Like, you know, not as bad as nursing, obviously, But it's, like, even, like, sometimes when you call customer service, you could tell that it's, like, they're just not in the fucking mood. They probably have been dealing with assholes all the time. So it's, like, every time I talk to customer service and they're, like, oh, like, give me a minute. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I got to pull everything up. I'm, like, literally take your time. Like, I'm in no rush. Like, I am easy peasy. Like, you're good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, like you know it's like okay like yeah you have a job but we expect you to do everything within like 10 minutes and blah 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 and blah blah and you can't sleep and it's just it's sometimes it's just too much yeah i mean yeah and like i said like we're all just human beings so i mean all this yeah, whole it's like don't take advantage of somebody like don't take advantage of oh well you know obviously they're a nurse and they want to be here they want to be doing this it's like okay okay but like don't take advantage of that yeah and like obviously this whole conversation is just coming from like personal experiences and like not you know I I don't think I mean I I have like a lot of respect for nurses because I could not do that job oh oh, yeah and like they deal with a lot and like I'm very aware of like some of the issues that go on in hospitals and how they're treated and I don't think it's right. And and I do think no. that is why there is such thing as like mean nurses or toxic quote, qu- I'm quoting this from like, you know, just how it's described, but like, t- quote, toxic nurses. That's probably just a byproduct of what happens when you mistreat people for years and years and years and years. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, how could you not be that way after some time? Right. And yeah. then and now you're lowering um the quality care in a way that you're that people are able to give by not treating the caregivers the way they should be treated like these people went to school like they went to college and nursing school is hard as hell like nursing school is no joke it is very very hard to like these people like work really hard to get to where they are it's not like they're just some like whatever like you know fast food employee like they're a fucking nurse like that went yeah. to school and like dedicated a lot of time and energy to even get there. And then once they're there, they work their asses off. Yeah, like off. they're treated like shit. <laughs> like Yeah, and so it's like no wonder we've encountered like people like that because they're probably just braided down, like they're just worn down like over time, like just to the point yeah. where there's nothing left. And like I think Yeah, that's and a like real don't problem. get us wrong, there are also definitely shitty people too. Oh yeah, and that's every <laughs> and that's everywhere yeah any any occupation any literally anything like that nurse that your friend encountered in that experience like she probably honestly just had a fucking shit day or shit week and like yeah just because of the shit they have to deal with and she needed to take it it's like you need to take it out on someone almost in a way when you get to that point like you just don't care sucks yeah i do it's like that when you get burnt out, you really just don't care anymore. It's it's a really no. bad feeling. Like, I know what that feels like. And 
it's really bad and like it's so bad for their mental health right like we think our mental health is like a fucking wreck i mean imagine like you know and they got to keep it together yeah yeah it's hard it's definitely hard yeah i can't even imagine so it's kind of like but at the same time like um like just like you know in general like you know you or i or like everyone like I think we all should be careful about the prejudgments that we make on people. Like before yeah. we get to know them, like we all like see someone and catch a vibe and like make a judgment off of them based off of just how they look a lot of the time. And that that is not always accurate. Yeah, like I'm 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 proud to say like I'm really not a judgmental person like whatsoever. And I never have been. Like I've always been very accepting to everybody. It's always like like even the people sometimes that come into the store, it's like if like <laughs> like this is this is what sets me off. Like so the store's parking lot is it's not huge, you know, especially with all the snow that we've had and all of the piles of snow. It's like, you know, the parking lot is even thinner. So we always park, you know, like on a slight slant in front of the store. So then that way, like people can pull in and people can, you know, drive through no problem. It's like, you know, we're getting as much space as we can. And then you'll have this one person who'll just completely disregard how the cars are parked already to like, you know, obviously to follow as a guideline. And they'll just park right in the middle of the parking lot so if somebody pulls in they can't pull through like they're they literally just take up the entire parking lot it's like stuff like that is where i'm just like right off the bat like you have no respect you have no common sense and that bothers me like shit like that is what makes me like look at people differently not the way that they look not the way that they talk or anything it's just small stuff like that where it's just like what are you doing? Like, you're not even, like, aware how this could affect potential customers coming in, like, people being able to pull through and get out. Like, you're just gonna fuck everybody else and just park right in the middle of everything. Like, that's stuff where I have, um, you know, like, an idea of a person. (laughs) And then they walk in, I'm like, hello. (laughs) Yeah, but I do think that, but those actions, I think, do say a lot about somebody. Like, how you act does say a lot about you to other people. Like, if you're somebody who pulls into a parking lot and you take up the entire parking lot, you're, to me, you're inconsiderate. Yeah, you only think about your, to me, I perceive that as you only think about yourself. You are not thinking about the fact that, like, maybe other people want to go there. Maybe the store owner wants other people to want to pull in. Yeah, but they may not. And that's see why that. I always, yeah, like I'll park my car exactly how I want people to park, and everybody always does it, and it's no problem. But then there's always that one person here or there that just pulls through, literally just jumps out of their car, like doesn't even park. They just pull in and get out, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, And then it's like, what do you say? Like, hi, can you please turn around, get back in your car and park like a normal human being? No, because then I'm the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, but anyway, we were supposed to talk about things that make us happy. <laughs> yeah, that was a real rant right there. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. But yeah, I didn't really write anything down of what I want to talk about. I kind of just want to like do it like right off like on a whim I want to just do it on a whim where I'm like "Hmm, that makes me happy and this is why or whatever yeah yeah I did the same thing (laughs) okay um so what makes us happy um off the bat um I can tell you that coffee makes me happy I'm drinking coffee currently coffee is the thing that gets me out of bed um, if it weren't for coffee, I would just lay in bed all day and be depressed. Really interesting. Interesting. Coffee brings me so much joy. I don't know what it is. I just I love like a hot, delicious cup of coffee. I drink it all day. Like when I'm bored, when I'm sad, I just make a cup of coffee. 
and make my day better. Yeah. It's the little things for me. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people who, you know, everybody who does drink coffee feels that like same way. So it's like, I wonder if it's something that's in the coffee. <laughs> I don't, I don't drink yeah, coffee. It's the, like, I don't, it's the caffeine yeah, addiction. Like, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I don't do caffeine. I don't do anything like that. So it's always so interesting when people like, even post things on like Instagram and they're like oh coffee is life I'm always like why like I don't get it <laughs> I don't get it yeah <laughs> but I also like I kind of feel that way about tea I, I like um yeah it's like sitting with like a nice hot cup of something and just starting your day with that like it's definitely enjoyable yeah coffee is everything me <laughs> i bleed coffee <laughs> i sleep drink eat coffee all day every day i um oh, this is when my depression is really gonna start showing because i have such a hard time thinking about things that makes me happy um, <laughs> but you know what actually now that i think about it this is this is the first thing that comes to my mind like you know, obviously, I wake up very early, naturally, with with no coffee. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just nuts. Okay, but, way to flex. <laughs> you know, right? Uh, but ca- caffeine makes me very anxious. Like, it gives me anxiety. So that's yeah. why I, like, don't. Because I'm already, like, hyped up. <laughs> naturally. Yeah. But, so, like, I'll wake up in the morning. And the way our house is positioned is it's positioned where it faces the sunrise. So we get such beautiful lighting when the sun rises. Like, it's absolutely gorgeous. And it has, like, that warm, like, honey, golden, orangey color, like, flooding into the house, like, in the windows and in the hallway. And it's just, I love waking up to that. And there'll be, like, all sunspots throughout the house. And, like, our cat will be all cuddled up in a sunspot like I just love that feeling where it's just like wow this is going to be a beautiful day like and that's just the first thing I wake up to yeah that sounds really lovely I would like that yeah I'll try to take a picture and post it next time I work overnights and so my sleep schedule is awful and I wish so bad I could wake up at six o'clock every morning and like have like um a set schedule where like I wake up at this time and I go to sleep around this time and that would be like ideal for me uh soon it'll happen soon yeah once I'm done with school yeah Um, I know it's like you're working so hard towards that so it's like just keep that in mind don't think of the negatives (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's hard especially when your sleep is out of whack because that affects you know that that's really like takes a mental toll on people yeah oh yeah the lack of sleep will like ruin your life oh yeah <laughs> to be dramatic that. about it but like yeah no like well, if I, I don't get enough you, sleep like... I've had like literal mental breakdowns over yeah. not getting enough sleep like you can like ask my boyfriend because I've like I've straight up like broken down and cried to him and had like a full-on mental break because I was just so exhausted from like working like a bunch of nights in a row and like that and he would just be like it's okay just go to sleep like we don't have to do whatever like and, and, but it's just your like your your body needs sleep <laughs> like, yeah. like you, your mind needs sleep and like when you're not getting enough sleep it's like you just crack yeah and then it's hard like it's probably hard on your relationship because it's like he has a normal work schedule you don't and then when it's your days off it's like you're basically like freaking nocturnal or you're completely thrown off. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm lucky because he's very understanding and, like, he doesn't have, like, you know, like, a lot of, like, I don't want to say expectations, that sounds bad, but, like, you know, like, he's understanding. And Yeah, it's not like, we need to go out and do something every weekend and this and that, like. Yeah, and it does kind of work out nice because I only work three days a week and I have, like, the weekends off, so usually when he's going to work I'm coming home and going to sleep and like kind of waking up when he gets home yeah so it does work kind of sounds nice (laughs) yeah like it works really well actually for what it's worth um yeah like it could be way worse 
I do feel bad because I think that my poor sleep habits have rubbed off on him a little bit. Like I tend to stay up late at night because I'm used to staying up all night. So I have a really difficult time falling asleep. And sometimes like he'll kind of like stay up later with me, not like on purpose or not because I make him, but I think it's just because like, you know, like we're just watching a TV show. Like we've been watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon and like we stayed up to like midnight last night watching that, if not later. And then we were like, ooh, it's late. We need to go to sleep now. Yeah. But uh, I guess sleep makes me happy then. Yeah, definitely. I think waking up early, like that's another thing. Like I love waking up early. Like that definitely makes me happy. Yeah, you always feel more productive when you wake up early in the morning. Yeah, and, like, especially because it's, like, I work, I go into, like, my part-time job at 2, so it's, like, I want to be able to wake up early and have, like, pretty much a whole day off before going into, like, work. Yeah. But then it's hard, because then it's, like, I don't, between that and the store, it's, like, I don't really have a day off. Yeah, my, and that I'm takes like that. a toll on me like big time. Where I'm just like, I have one day off a week, and it sucks because I feel so pressured to do nothing. But it's also like I have so many things I need to like keep up with, and that really stinks. Yeah, I can get that. I'm like that too because like I take like five classes, and then I work overnight, yeah. and then I do like other things on the side to like, make extra cash, and like it. You just, like, when you really, truly... I have a hard time just, like, taking a day and not doing anything. Like, yes, even yeah. on, you know, a weekend day where, like, I intend to just relax, I'm always like, all right, you know what, I'm just going to do this schoolwork or, like, I'm going to study. Yep. And, like I'm literally the same way. I'm like, well, maybe I'll do this for the store. And that's where I'm, like, really thankful for Tori because Tori's really good at being, like... I thought you were going to do nothing today. And then I'm like, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, no, like, relax. And I'm like, I don't fucking know how to. I know. Is that, like, an anxiety thing, though? Probably. Like, yeah, you it's just like, have I'm to... almost afraid to just sit there and do nothing because then I don't want to have a panic attack. Yeah, well, for me, it's like, if I'm not doing anything, I get anxiety in the sense where I'm like, all right, what am I not doing? I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting something. And so it's almost like I have to keep busy so that I don't feel like I'm not doing something that I'm supposed to be doing and like forgetting about it I don't know something like that and then I'm like I don't want to sit and get in my head because then I'll freak out yeah so it's always like go 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 yeah like but then I have it's a... like but then I end up freaking out because then I don't have time to just breathe yeah like I always say there's like two types of anxiety there's like the anxiety that like makes you overly productive and the kind that makes you like not be able to do anything and like I definitely have the type of anxiety that makes me overachieve and do more than I can physically handle because like I have like proactive anxiety where that's why I kind of enjoy when depression kicks in a little bit because then I'm like kind of forced to just because then when like the depression kicks in then it's like I can't even leave my bed so it's kind of like my body being like hey we're giving you a depressive episode because you haven't fucking relaxed bitch like it's like my body like punishing me yeah but really helping me in the end because then it's like the next day I'm usually like you know what I actually needed that yeah and like I know for me, I'll get anxiety about something and my way of handling it is like doing something about it, like controlling the situation. Like I need to have control of things. And so if I feel like, oh, you know, like, um, I'm really anxious about like this test I'm having or like, I mean, I know that's normal, but like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of anything like just anything that I'm thinking of, like that's giving me anxiety. I'm like, all right, I need to get up and do way more than I need to do to make myself feel better (laughs) yeah 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 which is kind of like (laughs) like I mean there could be way worse ways to cope yeah so I'm just thankful that I'm not like an alcoholic or a drug addict or you know anything like I'm really thankful that I like I made it I make it a point to not 
do anything like not that I like need to but like even when I was younger it's like I you know I've also obviously like I said I had a liver transplant so it's like I and I have freaking alcoholics that are in my family so it's like alcohol has never appealed to me once like not even a little bit I've never been drunk I've never been like anything like that like I just alcohol is one thing that I will not touch because I probably would be an alcoholic like especially because it's like self-medication and shit like that so it's like at the end of the day it's like yeah maybe our habits aren't the healthiest but they could be a lot freaking worse yeah I know a lot of people who do deal with like mental health issues by like I think a lot of people who like, abuse, yeah, yeah, who abuse substances, Bad. like have, and they a lot don't of realize mental- that it makes you worse. It's making you worse. Yeah, I have. I know somebody who um, was a pretty heavy drinker for a very, very, very long time, and they were recently forced to stop, and they had like a total and complete mental break. and it's almost like it was probably it just to me seemed like it must have been just years and years and years of using a substance to mask other emotions that are going on like anxious feelings or depressive feelings you know what I'm saying like being drunk all the time like can help avoid that you're numbing yourself right and then when you're when you stop drinking you're forced to have to deal with your thoughts and your feelings and a lot of people can die yeah like from being alcoholic like alcoholics and then stopping like you could fucking die from like golden going cold turkey like that yeah but for some reason alcohol is still completely legal and it took this long to legalize marijuana like okay i know it's so stupid. They just want to, like, kill us. <laughs> Honestly. What? Uh, I said I think they just want to, like, kill us. Yeah. Um, something else, uh, I guess, getting back on track of things that make us yeah, happy. Yeah, we're really bad at this. <laughs> uh, I know. We're. I guess we're just yeah. real negative. <laughs> uh, but I love food, and I love to cook food. Mm. And that always makes me happy. Like, looking forward to, like, yeah. dinner. Like, I always look forward to, like, That's dinner. That's a really good, and I'm always, like, like, self, like, if you look at self-care regimens or self-love ideas, cooking is one of them. So that makes total sense. Yeah, I love to cook. I love to cook. And I eat, like, really healthy. So, like, it's kind of fun because I'll, like, I'll come up with, like, these healthy recipes and, like, try them out. And, like, just, I made, like, um a gluten-free terry ground, like, teriyaki turkey with like ground turkey meat with like gluten-free I made like a gluten-free teriyaki sauce for it and like vegetables and I did like a whole thing and it came out really good and it just makes me happy like it makes me happy and I like to feed other people so like I'll cook for my boyfriend and like it makes me really happy when I make something and he really really likes it and I'm like oh cool like I made something really cool and it was good but yeah I like um you know, I, I enjoy cooking too, but not like to an extent where I'm like, I need to do this all the time. Like, I'm not definitely not like you with that. But I really love going out to dinner. Like, I love getting ready and sitting and like kind of taking your time. It's like almost a treat, especially when it's like, you know, like, not that I hate cooking, but it's just, um, I don't know. I've just been doing it for a really long time because I went to trade school for that. So it's like when it comes down yeah. to like if I have a minute to go out to eat, like I really, really love doing that. Like tonight, I'm actually um, there's a new restaurant opening up in Freedon called The Circle. And they invited me for their soft opening. And I'm so excited to go. Like I'm so excited to go. And I just wanted to shout them out really quickly because they're uh, on Instagram. I believe they're at the Circle Restaurant. Let me just double check because I would hate to shout them out and get that wrong. (laughs) Yeah, the Circle Restaurant. And um, they're opening, I believe, like for real, they're opening the 12th. 
and their menu looks amazing so definitely give them a follow on instagram but i'm going there um with one of my friends actually and my friend is friends with uh you know the people i think who either own it or run it or i don't know i really don't know because i don't even know my friend that well (laughs) we're like just getting to know each other it's a it's a new blossoming friendship but um yeah she was like oh like like if I'm gonna go if you want to go and blah 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 so I was like okay cool so I'm really excited for that like that it just makes me feel good especially now with like you know with COVID it's like an excuse to actually like get ready and go out and do something that's not stressful it's like you're going out to do something relaxing and eating it's not like a whole thing like I don't know because I don't like doing things (laughs) so sitting down and eating is very relaxing for me yeah well that's cool I I, that probably has a lot to do with uh being cooped up for so long too that probably just feels good to like just get out and socialize you know yeah definitely Especially it's like, you know, like my part-time job, it's like I have like a stupid fucking uniform and I clean. So it's like, what am I going to do my hair and makeup and get all dressed up for that? Like, no. And then I stopped getting dressed up at the store because I've been freaking stalked like five different times. Not five. I'm just being dramatic. (laughs) But like I've had dealt with stalkers to where I had to get the police involved. So now it's like I'm terrified to even just do my hair and makeup when I go to the freaking store. It's, like, ridiculous. It's so sad. So then it's, like, when it's stuff like this, like, going out to eat with a friend, I'm, like, oh, my God. And then I end up getting really anxious because I overthink it. And then I want to look good because I haven't in so long. And then I end up having a fucking panic attack and canceling. (laughs) But I'm uh, making sure that that doesn't happen today. So fingers crossed. (laughs) Uh you know what makes me happy I, this is gonna sound so bad but like I just love TikTok dude I just love TikTok <laughs> like it just makes me so happy I don't know why I just love to sit there and scroll through TikTok I know that's like really not like popular opinion because I feel like a lot of people feel like social media like hurts their mental health oh, but yeah. like me I find 100%. that it distracts me from my sh- yeah like for me I use it as a way to like relax from like yeah like like stress about school and shit yeah like so for the way that I utilize it it I don't feel like it causes me that because I'm kind of associating it with like I'm gonna take a break from studying doing this assignment or like uh you know and a lot of the reason I learned so much yeah and there's a lot of really great educational things on TikTok like there's a lot of great recipes there's a lot of great everything like there it's not just these freaking young kids dancing like because I feel like a lot of people view it as that um yeah it's it's really not like there's a lot of really great and smart and creative people on there um and I think the whole thing with like oh social media affects your mental health but I I feel like to an extent it it will affect your mental health if you're following like say you have body image issues right And you're following all of these girls who just post about, like, their perfect bodies. Like, of course that's going to affect you. Like, don't follow things that make you feel like shit. Follow things that inspire you and make you happy. And then you'll be okay. Yeah, I heard um, this influencer on YouTube. Her name is Carrie Dahl Dayton. Dayton? um she's like a body positivity like youtube like youtube influencer i really like her i watch a lot of her videos and she talks about how part of her like journey to like self-love was to unfollow anybody who didn't have a similar body type to her yeah so like she found it beneficial to her to follow people because she had a lot of like body image issues she had a bad relationship with like her body image And she found that it was more helpful to just follow people who looked more like her than having unrealistic body types. Like, you know, obviously, like, we're in our, like, 
older 20s like we're not gonna look like a 17 year old girl anymore yeah and you're not supposed you know then you have the problem but then you have like the kardashians and the jenners and it's like but you have to understand like they have all had surgery of some kind which is fine there's nothing wrong with surgery if that's what makes you happy go for it but the problem with them is that they are having surgery and then they're still editing the fuck out of their pictures and it's like why did you have surgery if you're still that subcon like if you're still that self-conscious to where you still like that's like me being self-conscious about my lips so I get fillers but then when I take a picture of myself I still make my lips bigger it's like what so it's not even like that's not even something that's gonna make you happy like that's that's a mental thing that's something you need to work on yeah like I have weird mixed feelings about like surgeries and shit because like I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not a bitch who would go get Botox right like I totally would yeah, I, but I honestly would at the same time, mainly for my migraines. <laughs> I just like want to look like I just want a bitch just wants to look young, like that's it. Like, like Botox I just look never good. looks good, and that's like my, all my friends are like that too. Like they'll be like, "Oh, like I want, I want a lip flip. I want on my under eyes done. I want this," and I'm like, "It's a lot cheaper to just go to therapy and like love yourself." <laughs> yeah. So the the problem I have with plastic surgery is when you are rich and famous and you have a lot of money to go pay somebody to literally reconstruct how you look like Kylie Jenner does yeah, not look how she completely does completely different she doesn't look similar even to how she no. used to look she she's a whole different person and then they edit like you said they edit the shit out of their pictures and they post it on the internet and then people look at that and compare themselves to that like they're not pretty yeah. because they don't look like that that's fucking gross that's not even real that's like I know. not a and real person i know and it's sad and it's you know nothing against the kardashians like they're very smart like they know how to make money they're great business people like you know it's nothing against them it's just more so like they have these such big um platforms and they're still like not even honest about their surgeries imagine if the kardashians like genuinely promoted like body positivity yeah you know what i mean like i i do feel like they contribute a lot to like toxic shit in our society and in our culture because they do that and i do think that it hurts a lot of people who i think yeah but it's like we're also not looking at it as like they have the same issues too. Like they're not confident at all. Oh yeah. Like they have yeah. body dysmorphia too. That's why they keep changing it. And you know like, that's why is? they have all this work done. Like they they're not confident and happy either. If they were, they would have never changed anything. Yeah. And you know why I think that is? And I think this is why I know so many people personally who have had body dysmorphia issues and eating disorders and all of it comes from like toxic diet culture from like how we grew up like we grew up that way right like Mm -hmm. we grew up with like slim fast like lose this much weight like do this do that and low-rise jeans (laughs) yeah and like so no wonder that everybody including celebrities who grew up in that same time frame all we're all fucked up we we're all fucked up because we grew up in a different time where diet culture was a real thing it's still a real thing but i think there's a it's starting to go away it's like there's no quick fix to losing weight okay like doing adkins doing slim fast starving yourself doing nutrisystem like all those things are not sustainable like the only way you lose weight like keto keto is awful i'm sorry keto is awful for you like like, i'm pretty sure the guy who invented keto has like heart disease now like i'm not even kidding yeah and like all those things like sure you lose weight for like and i can get into the details of why those things like might work temporarily but like i'm not going to because that's a whole thing but like the only way like biologically you lose weight is just by being in a calorie deficit and not in a way that's like starving yourself but like just like a couple hundred calories less than like what you would need to maintain your body weight and that's it and you can literally yeah, just eat whatever a little you want. Active. Right. And you can eat whatever you want and lose weight as long as you're 
in that calorie deficit. That's it. And yeah. all these diet, like Adkins and keto, they're like, don't eat carbs, low carb, low carb. You know how hard it is to, to not eat Do that carbs? in a healthy way. Yeah. And on the opposite spectrum of that, eating too many carbs is bad because it does spike your blood sugar. It makes you like crave food more, but like there is a happy medium. Like they say a Mediterranean diet is the healthiest diet you can have because it's has a lot of like fish, like fatty fish and like things like that. But like, yeah, we grew up like in this thing where it's okay to just have like a slim fast shake for lunch or like eat nothing but cheese and processed meat and you lose weight. And like, how is that sustainable? Like you're going to go your whole life and never eat pasta. Like it's not sustainable. Like at the end of the day, it's just not. And like it, that's why we all have eating disorders and body issues because we've all, we, we've just, our minds have been poisoned by like what we need to be doing with ourselves and what we shouldn't be doing with ourselves. Like in our other problem is too, is like, to eat healthy it is so fucking expensive it is so expensive you need to cook it and it's like a lot of people don't know how to cook a lot of people don't can't afford this like healthy food and it's like that's that's just the way that it is like and it's yeah it's it's hard but anyway god we're really not doing a good job about talk, no, talking we're, about I'm, what makes us happy we're so bad at this my, my my i have adhd i'm getting distracted too much but okay let's just list off things that make us happy and then we'll end it there because i know that you need to you catch up on your sleep and stuff yeah all right do you want me to go first yeah all right well i said coffee cooking um exercise I like the endorphins. Makes me feel good. Um, reading. I like to play video games. That's one that I really like to do. Yeah. Um, I like to drive on a nice, warm, sunny day with mm. my music and my windows down. That makes me happy. I like to shop. That makes me happy. <laughs> I like to spend time with my boyfriend and my friends. That makes me happy. And, uh, yeah. Those are all really great things. (laughs) Those are all really great things to be happy about. Super basic, super, like, I'm not that interesting, so. Yeah, same. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, like, I obviously like to play video games, too, and that's something that we, like, really bond about, because I feel like a lot of, and I know, like, none of my other girlfriends, like, they do not play games at all. And they, it was, it's funny because they've always said that, like, <laughs> I was, like, like, whenever, uh, I remember one time, um, I think it was Amy, I'm not sure, but one of my best friends, like, came over and I was playing video games and I was like, oh, sorry, like, I'm almost done. I just have to beat this level. And then she was like, oh, it's fine. I literally just feel like I'm making out with my boyfriend all over again. And I'm like, sorry, but like, I really like playing video games. <laughs> so it's funny that it was like, I'm always like the boyfriend of the group. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say video games. And honestly, like the main thing for me, like I can just say like one thing is I just like having my time like I I really just like having time like I like not having to run around and rush and be somewhere and do all these like have all these obligations or worry about going to work or not literally being able to do anything because all I do is work and this and that like I, I really just I just love having my time And it's as simple as that. Like, I could literally just leave it there. Because it's like, even if I'm not doing anything or doing something, if I just have the freedom to do whatever I want and to choose, then I'm good. Yeah. You're, like, not obligated to be at work or, like, school and, like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's mainly just like like little things like like the sun coming in in the windows in the morning or um like going out to eat even if it is for like appetizers and um yeah like I 
it's like little things like driving past a deer and the deer looks up at me and we make eye contact <laughs> like that's really meaningful to me <laughs> um like big time so it's just like yeah like little things like that or like going to get gas gas and the gas attendant like made me laugh or we just had like a good random conversation like that stuff like that literally makes my day yeah so it's like it's not really I don't like have a lot of things where I could be like oh this this and this it's more it's just like the little little things like that where it's just like wow like that really affects me like in a good way or like like you said like driving when the sun's out like I love driving with the sun having the windows cracked a little bit and just like listening to like good music and like dancing and singing in the car like I love that too yeah and I always leave for work like 15 minutes earlier than I have to just so I could strictly take my time and relax driving to work so I can like enjoy listening to music and not being rushed yeah but yeah it's cool because I never really thought about, I never really thought about it. Like even leading up to this episode, cause we've had this episode planned for like two weeks and we took a break last week because we just both needed, like mentally we needed a fucking break from like everything, <laughs> not just yeah. the podcast. Cause the podcast isn't like stressful or anything. It was, it's just more so like just in general. And then it's like, if we get a second where we can just chill out and it happens to be on the day where we're supposed to do the episode, like we're usually always on the same page being like I don't feel like doing it right now (laughs) and we lost a connection again so (laughs) I am over it I um, am just gonna close out by myself but we hope you enjoyed today's random ass episode as usual we are a variety show so you never know what you're gonna get with our episodes but follow us on our instagram at comfy casting And we will catch you in our next episode. Have a good rest of your day.